Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the increasingly badly named Sunday Q&A. Today, recording on a Monday, and presumably going out on Monday and Tuesday, because it's probably going to be in two halves, and it's probably too long. Um, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to everybody. <laughs> hope you all had a good one. I hope you got lots of lovely stuff for Christmas. I got an interesting gift for Christmas. Couldn't read the Trivial Pursuit cards on Christmas night. I thought it was down to the fact that um, the, uh, the, the lighting was bad. Ended up borrowing my mother's, borrowing my mother's glasses, my mother-in-law's glasses. Turns out, <laughs> my eyes aren't, they're okay. It's for reading and these are a plus one. They're like, um, off the, got me in there, first face furniture, it's a bit tricky, isn't it? Um, yeah, my wife got these off the internet. So, not the end of the world, just means that in poor light, I struggled to read. I have to go, kind of go like that. Well, I did have me medical recently, so I know my eyesight's fine, because otherwise they wouldn't have put me through for my class tech. Anyway, did say I did a load of videos over the Christmas period, then broke up, got used to the idea of actually sleeping, which was nice, um, and didn't do any of them. So I'm catching up. So we're going to catch up on the stuff we did before Christmas, obviously. Starting off with uh, a few introductions of what we got. Um, thank you for everybody who wished me Happy Christmas, Happy New Year. Same to you all too. Fabulous, hope it's all well. Um, it's now Monday, I've been looking for a job since 8 o'clock this morning. I kind of said to myself, I've got to help my mate move house tomorrow. Uh, in a curtain side, that's going to be interesting. Um, and um, I said, it's Monday, I'm not going to break my neck. I only want one job, and if it's the right job, it pings up. And so far it hasn't. I've been, I've been on a couple, but you know, they're all kind of... It's It makes some sense... You can show up, you too. It, it makes some sense that it's going to take things a little bit of time. If, if everybody's pretty much back to work today, they're not going to walk straight through the door at 8 o'clock in the morning and start on moving gear. It will take a little... January to start, it takes a little while for it to sort of build up momentum. Jan we always used to call it kipper season. January, February, March takes a little while, but we will be back to normal slowly. But surely, I'm sure, and I, well, hopefully, fingers crossed where we're now in Brexit, we're, we're looking at another lockdown, but hopefully it wouldn't be too scary. Watch your space. <laughs> so, what we got? Um... Also, thank you very much for everybody's schoolboy error, trying to work out the difference between a rigid and an arctic. I did know the difference between a rigid and an arctic. I walked into a, like a distribution centre, she said, can you go on a bay? And then she said, are you a rigid? And for some bizarre reason, I thought, well, no, I've got curtain sides. No, I'm a rigid. <laughs> curtain side rigid, box rigid, still a rigid. But thanks very much for everyone who pointed that one out. What else have we got? Um, right, that goes on the miscellaneous. It's got to come back later. Uh, yes, over Christmas, it does get quiet. I have found it got quiet there. You can probably do one job a day, which is kind of fine, except for the fact you're going to end up with a lot of dead males. Um, 
Charles Wanish says, why didn't you post this video days ago? I've just started running. I think he'd started running on the lead up to Christmas, hoping it would be busy. Uh, yeah, probably not the best time. Sorry, my hair's going a bit funny. Uh, probably not the best time to start, but don't worry, because, you know, there is work in January, February, March, and it does get progressively busier as the year goes on. But there is still work. It doesn't mean you ain't going to work. I've always worked. I've normally hit my target. It just is a little bit harder to get the jobs in January, February. That's all. Um, ZLY6230 said, not busy over Christmas. He said, I took a job up to Aberdeen, stopped overnight, and this on the before Christmas. Uh, he said, it's now nearly 12 o'clock and two jobs have appeared all morning. It just slows down. The thing to bear in mind, it's the same with areas. People work in the areas people work in. So if you're in an area where it's full of distribution centres and full of offices, or not, not so much offices, full of like manufacturing, there's going to be stuff that needs to be shipped. These people will probably work 9 to 5 Monday to Friday, mainly. Not always. Some of these places run 24 hours, but mainly 9 to 5 Monday to Friday, 8 till 4 or whatever, or 8 till 6. That's where most of the work is. Most of them don't work at weekends. So there's not work at weekends. There's not work over Christmas. There's not work overnight as much. There is some. There's airport jobs. There's alcohol jobs. But... Not so much. You're better off just sticking to normal times, which doesn't make it a bad thing because it gives you a life. You get to watch your football on a Saturday. You get to spend time with your kids. You know, it's not so bad. Um, Jacob Wilde said, is the CCX busy at weekends? Not really. There is some work, but be prepared. If you take a job going distance, you'll probably come back empty, which means if you're quoting, say, in a Luton van or pound, pound ten a mile, you're effectively running at a 50, 55p a mile because you're coming back empty. So bear that in mind. Uh, and Mark Lackland said, I'm lucky enough to finish halfway through November. Oh, I, dread, I, I bet it's going to be horrible for you going back, mate. <laughs> I bet that's going to be a bit of a shocker. If you're back today, oh, oh I bet that's depressing. Uh, what else did we come through? Um, oh, yeah, we did, Steve Campbell did one about the idea of, I think, of changing trailers. Now, the idea was, um, and they got full business as well. Um, the idea was kind of like, you, you basically got Thunderbird 2, you, you rock up in a truck, you drop the body, the truck drives away, body stays there, they, then the people will do a removal, they load, they load the body themselves, and when they're ready, they call you, truck comes back, picks the body up, and either takes it to a storage depot until they're ready for it, or takes it to their new house so that they can unload it in their own time. You might leave it there a day, you might leave it a couple of hours, you might leave it there a week, they might want a week to unpack it, when it's empty, take it away. That was the plan. Yorkshireman Daily Grind, brilliant has given us the definitive answer on this one, I believe. He said they're called demountable bodies. He says, um, and they don't come under the rules, but once they're on the body of the lorry, they must be in good condition. You know, no bits hanging off, lights working, you know, that kind of stuff. Presumably the lights are on the truck already, like, you know. Uh, they aren't part of the MOT unless they're mounted to the vehicle. This is why container lorries have skeletal trailers for interchangeable bodies, so you can have as many bodies as you wish, and have no involvement with the operator's license. So presumably, if you've got a skeletal trailer, which one's where they presumably, I'm guessing that's where they drop containers on, and you've got the locking bits underneath, um, it's the truck that gets MOT'd. It's the truck and the bed and everything else. The skeleton, once you put the, um, the container on, you don't have to say on the operator's license, I'm going to have one lorry and 1,500 different containers from different container ships. You just say, I'm going to have one lorry. Presumably, it's the responsibility of the driver that if that container goes on and there's something wrong with that container, you go, I'm not taking that. The door's ringing off. I'm not taking that, you know, but I imagine with most containers, they're not. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the, that's kind of the definitive answer on that one. Lee Westcott said, there's a guy in Australia that's got a lot of, um, who's got, hang on. Who's coming, Eddie? Jesus, that's big. 
Um, there's a guy in Australia that's got lots, lots for wooden box trailers, a four by four, so customers can have you know can move their own houses. I scribbled that. I'm going to blame that. I'm not my other glasses. Um, the Raider Gardening Channel says. Um, he says, a removal company that uses these, he says they have double vices, one for a fixed lorry and a trailer. I didn't quite understand that. I assume that sometimes that what you could do is you could turn up with two boxes, one on the trailer and one on the um, on the thing, don't I? Um, Lee Annan says, Tufnels are big in this kind of work. Matt Smith says, the CR body is called a demountable body, and Godzilla says, UPS trucks have them. Um, also, um, Ray Whitlam he said he worked with UPS. He says they're very high when they're dropped. Actually, this is the point. Presumably, you'd want some kind of hydraulic legs or something like that, because otherwise, if you drop the body, you would go in the truck, lower the suspension, you know, lower, lower, the, lower the legs, lower the suspension, pull it out. You've still got this thing that's right up in the air, which means if you've got to do, like, um, removals, presumably there's a ramp or something that comes down, what would be better, or how you would do it, is you'd need some kind of demountable body with hydraulic or like well, hydraulic or pneumatic legs. So you could drop the body of the truck, pull it out, then press something, and the body then could then lower down to the floor. Otherwise, you've got these people, you know, taking wardrobes, they've got to stick them up. So, you know, thoughts on that one, guys. Um, yeah, and Mr. Mister 1992 Legend says, um, hang on, I can't, oh, there's a car, oh, that's right. He says, a company doing it, um, to go to on Instagram and type in Pods UK, but it strikes me Steve's already done it because he did it, so there's a thing about it. I mean, so if you, there is something on the demand of the there's a firm out there doing it. If you go on Instagram, type in Pods UK, there you go. Uh, right, what else we did? Shortest job continues. Charles Worthies, because we, this was the job that I had where I literally had to pick it up. It was nine pallets that turned into 11, but I had to drive out the gate, turn right, turn right again, and I was there. It was ridiculous. Um, Charles Worthies said, um, how much did I charge for the shortest job? Right, now, you know I say that the least I would ever put a lorry in is like 150. I did that for 100 quid. I was 20 minutes drive away from it. I asked the guy what it is. He said, literally, you've just got to go into one place, pick them up. And the guy said, I've only got 100 quid on the job. I said, fine. I didn't have another job. And I thought, if that's all it is, you can talk to him. Say, look, and I said, I said, look, as long as I'm not queuing up, as long as I'm not going to be waiting to pick it up for like an hour and a half, two hours, and then when I get to the other end, be sitting on a bay for two hours to get it off, if it really is going to be quick, I'll do it for 100 quid. I said, if it, if, if I, I said, if it turns out not to be what you say it is, I am going to be ringing you. And he said, fine. And it wasn't. It was like bang on, bang off, no problems, you know? So, one is a one you know? And it's sort of, it, it, I say the whole thing from beginning to end, from the time I picked it up to the time I was finished, I think took me an hour and a half, if that. It's not bad. Um, BTH Transport said he did one for pallet wise. He said, the pallet wise said it was 0.7 miles. It was more like a 1,000 feet. Um, out of the centre, turn left, turn left, again, turn right, then turn left. Same as me, mate, yeah. Uh, Steve Campbell said, I delivered a takeaway once to the house opposite. £1.50 delivery fee, and, and the guy gave me a tip. He said, but in fairness, the guy was shielding. He wasn't lazy, could have got it himself, but he didn't want to go out. So, you know, stick it on the doorstep, son, there's your money, thanks very much. Um, and Godzilla says, uh, UPS Birch, he said he's done UPS Birch copies to UPS Triumph Birch copies. He said I could have thrown it over the fence. There was another one here somewhere, on the shortest job ever. 
Uh, but that might come up tomorrow. Okay, that's just a quick one. Just to let you know that I'm, I'm still alive and I'm, I have been checking for jobs all morning. I am now going to, because I have to turn it on airplane mode to make these videos because otherwise if they take things up, they stop. So I'm going to bid you all farewell now. I'm going to pin this one up now. I do them if there's any jobs, I'm out working. If not, I'll catch up on the miscellaneous soon. I hope you're all well. I hope you had a lovely time. I hope you had a fantastic rest. I hope you drank too much, ate too much, spent time with your family. New Year now. Know what to do, guys. Take care, take money. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.